This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seats with 50 as a popcorn. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, mini boner episode coming to you from the airport in Columbus, Ohio on November 9th, Two Oceans 12. Since last I spoke, you listened, I got drunk and saw Argo. I know, I know, Argo fucked myself. I'll watch it some other time before sharing my opinion. Last night, I did a Benson movie interruption at CineFamily in Los Angeles. My guests, Graham Elwood and Matt Besser, helped me to interrupt Smokey and the Bandit. And one of the stars of the film stopped by to say hello. I'll share the shitty audio from the pre-movie part of the show at the end of this ep. I flew to Columbus, Ohio today to do a couple of uh, sets in the Death Squad shows here tomorrow night. And on the plane, I watched The Social Network. That movie gets better every time I see it. Michael Sarah is great in it. J.K. Jesse Eisenberg. 
Thursday, November 13th at UCB in L.A., my guest of honor will be Carl Jenkins, who won the fake trailer contest and gets to be a guest on the show, and he got to request who would be on with him, and I'm happy to report several of his favorites and yours and mine have agreed to appear. So come to that if you're in L.A., and I'll be taping a Douglas Movies at Comedy Mix in Vancouver on Saturday, November 17th at 4.20. Only a few tickets left for that one, so get on it. And all of my tour dates can be found at douglovesmovies.com. As always, my shitty audio recordings of bonus episodes is a shithead. Thank you, Adrian. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Thank you so much for coming. I know it's raining in Los Angeles, so people are just like, fuck it. I realize we live in a land of cat people who, as soon as it starts raining, they're like, I'm not going out there. I can't risk having some rain on me. That would be terrible if that happened to me. So, especially when there's potentially having to, like, stand in line out in front of the theater, uh, you guys braved it. You guys braved the non-rain. It's also stopped raining, and, like, that doesn't change people's... No, it might start up again. I'm gonna stay inside until May. So, uh, but I shouldn't complain about the, the people, people not showing up to the people who did show up, and, uh... I appreciate you being here, and I think you're in for a good time, and I'm, I'm getting all stuck in the tape as I try to remove it from the, uh, from the uh, seats in the front row, and I say, bless you to whoever's, uh, apparently somebody's allergic to either Smokies or Bandits. <laughs> and, uh, are you guys excited to see Smokey and the Bandit on the big screen? That's something I haven't done since probably around when it came out in, uh, what year did it come out, you guys? 77. 77. So, really, really kind of like around the same time as Star Wars, right, was this movie where they just race around in cars and there's no special effects other than the awesomeness of, uh, you know, racing around in cars. Um, let me bring out the, my uh, co-interrupters, one of the co-interrupters canceled at the last minute, and she sent me a picture of herself, uh, she looks pretty, pretty sick, so, uh, I will hope that she gets better, and, um, we're welcome to, uh, come out here right now, uh, my friends, Graham Elwood and Matt Besser, ladies and gentlemen. Such a fan of uh, the movie. 
not even aware of who's living or dead. Let me, just, uh, they all, they never let me go through real quick. Just guess on each one. Sally Field. Dead. Correct. Who <laughs> Uh, partially alive. <laughs> also correct. <laughs> Pat McCormick. Uh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yes. Jack Gleason. Still alive. Has a show in Vegas at the Riviera. It's a really good show, you guys should check it out. He dresses up like Cher. Done <laughs> all kinds of wrong. Um, Paul Williams. Uh, he's dead. Still alive. And as we were discussing just a few minutes ago, has a documentary out. Yeah, I know. About... Yeah, I know. I know. I'm joking around. That's a film. He has a documentary called uh, Still Alive. Appropriately and... <laughs> enough. And he is. Uh, I set up this date with Cine Family. I was like, me and my buddy Graham, we want to watch Smoking the Bandit. And we picked November 8th. That sounds good. Everybody's available. Let's do it. And then uh, I thought it would be fun to try to get Paul Williams to actually show up and participate. And so I reached out to some people that are you know, connected to him. And it turns out that they're having a screening of Still Alive somewhere else here in town tonight. Yeah, right now. And uh, so I was like, oh, that some, that's some shitty timing. <laughs> and they're like, but maybe he could come by your movie first and then go do the Q&A after the documentary uh, second. I said, that sounds good. And they said, all right, we'll be there at 7.35. And now, let's see, what is it according to my uh, 7.55? And a few minutes ago, I got a message saying they were on their way. So that's where we're at. It's like, how long do we hold the Maybe movie? Maybe it's here and we're not looking down. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, check under your seats. The first person... So lucky!
that was your sign, and now he's giving me the stretch signal. The first time I saw Smokey and the Bandit, I wasn't even old enough to know what an ampersand was, but I did know that that combination of characters would remain in my heart for the rest of my life. Matt Messer, you, you say you remember seeing it in a motion picture theater? Uh, not only that, I remember when Coors beer actually used to be a big deal. <laughs> like my family, I, this is a sincere story, I remember my family going, the family down the block has some Coors beer, we're all going down there. <laughs> it was like diamonds. <laughs> Hey, Graham, you're a huge fan of this film. It's been a big influence on you and your, your life, right? Yes, it has influenced my life. Uh, I've always wanted to have a son so I could hit him when he becomes an adult. Um, it felt a great story, Graham. Paul Williams is here. So I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. on 
both sides of the aisles. You know, I walk in there, and they don't care that I wrote We've Only Just Begun. They don't care that I wrote. They like the love boat theme. That's crazy. They don't, they don't care about the Well, it's exciting and new. What is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. We gave uh, microphones to people in the audience. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you that, that for, the, for the right side of the aisle, Nothing that compares with the, being little Enos. I walk in, they go, would you say it? I mean, I've had senators say, go ahead, say it. And I go, okay, I'd like to kick his ass just once. And they go, oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Have you seen the original Smoking the Bandit with an audience lately? Yeah. No, Any you know, some, sometimes you just get lucky, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's, I have a lot of mics keep feeding back. I know what's, uh, yeah, what's going on. It was working great for a while. Get rid of that one. Yeah, there we go. Right, the, the next one <laughs> is trouble. Because uh, this, is, this is exciting for me, because of course, you know, I saw it in a motion picture theater when it came out, and I've loved it ever since. You were but a child. Yeah, I was a kid. And uh, and now I'm so excited to uh, to to watch it with a, a packed house and uh, and the fact that you stopped by before. I think it is. I think it's amazing. Really, it says something about you know what's happened to this country. If all of a sudden people come out on a rainy night to watch somebody make fun of Smokey the Bandit, <laughs> it just it gives them hope for the country. I feel bad. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. 
before he abruptly left, before he was suddenly gone. Like he, we didn't stop you getting the heat and shake hands with people walking up the aisle. He was just a whole business. But I was going to say to him that it's unfortunate that they chose to put on the marquee the night a person from the film is coming by. Because I don't think we're not here to attack or make fun of something about it. No. We're here to enjoy it and maybe say some silly things about it. And the marquee out front says Doug Benson versus Smokey and the Bear. <laughs> As soon as I tried to start the movie, he's like, okay, fuck off. <laughs> I don't need to see this part. So, anyway, that was really cool that that just happened, though. I just put a photo on Twitter of the two of them talking. Oh, good. Yeah. And so put, uh, <laughs> put in your Netflix queue or video on demand or whatever uh, the documentary about Paul yeah. is still alive. That uh, the director of it, uh, Steve Kessler, is the one that moved that one microphone. <laughs> he was just hanging out and he moved the microphone, so we stopped getting that, that feedback that started happening. Nice. So that was, yeah, he's, he's, he does it all, that guy. <laughs> Kessler is a one man band. He, he also directed Vegas Vacation. <laughs> I'm serious. Alright, so, um, Hadrian, are we going to have some trailers to some horrifying trailers to get through. <laughs> Is month of 30 most disgusting things you've ever seen just, just concluded? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, the trailers are always really fun. And, uh, and I always have a great time here at CineFamily. And uh, thank you for coming out. And let's all enjoy Smokey in the Bank. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.